0: Welcome to Mind the Gap Tech. This podcast was created to clarify and assist in the ever-changing technology security space.
1: Let's start talking about password managers. There's KeePass, right?
0: Um, KeePass is right. the open-source, free one that you know it's got. It's it's been around for decades, and uh, but it's it's still secure. It's got like but it's very like manual and hands-on for things, so like it's more for tech-savvy people. It starts off as uh, password banks being just secure notepads, and then so KeyPass added that feature into, or not added that feature. KeyPass took that and just kind of expanded upon it in ways that I don't think anyone thought possible. Pretty much KeyPass. A lot, you know, it, it, it's literally a password bank, you know, um, it allows you to put in the password, the website, everything that you would normally put into a password um, bank, but then it stays on your computer in an encrypted, uh, securely, a very encrypted file that if you lose the password to, there is no recovery, like it's just gone, like there's no way to unencrypt it's, it or anything.
1: So basically, it's um, one way encryption so that you need a very like the password for that file. And if you lose that password, it's gone.
0: Right. And that also they also have the uh, option for you to use a USB password for it because, you know, that way you can just plug in your USB and it'll unlock it. But if you want to add, it has add-ons, like a lot of add-ons. But again, these are all like manual things you have to kind of find the instructions yourself and then... And then configure. So there's like um, add-ons for Chrome. There's add-ons for Firefox to take the data from your bank, send it to your browser, and still encrypted. And um, you know, you can you know use that on whatever sites. Um, You can add on. There's add-ons to make it auto-populate. There's there's just a lot. And honestly, it's a I, it's grown since the original, like just being a password bank. Now it's just really like a data bank that also keeps your passwords. You know what I mean? It at all it just you right. can. It, there's a lot of input into you can literally. It's just anything you want to keep secure that's text based in any way you can stick in there in various forms and fashions and have it synced to whatever you want, as well as customize the level of security. Like it's really. It's awesome, but like I said, it's very hands on, but it's free.
1: That's what makes that a little more um, like, hey, if you don't want to spend any money on something that's actually very secure and a way to be able to manage your passwords, that is an absolute option. Now, of course, a lot of people want that whole turnkey idea, which is okay, now we have, uh, we need a, a password manager. Uh, but i don 't want to spend four hours configuring it, or i don 't have four hours to configure it or i don 't know how to configure it. How about something easier and that 's where i 'm guessing a lot of these already paid for ones come into play because they 're just you enter here and then it it spits out a password for you and then okay. it keeps it because it creates a little database on your phone or on your computer.
0: Do you have any completely free ones like
1: that? No, there are no any other free ones that you create something like that are are useless. They're they're not very good. There there is a like a couple that were part of that portable app. Mm-hmm. They have one that is okay. I mean, it's it's better for generating passwords, I guess. Uh, but essentially, you have to have a little knowledge of how the password schemes work in order for it to actually generate a, a good password for you. Mm-hmm. But it, it is possible to you, but it's, that, that one's free, you know, it's one of the, I'm trying to find the actual name for it. So I found the one, it's called PWGen, or now it's called Password Tech Portable. It used to be PWGen. It's, an, uh, it's a uh, portable app, uh, essentially. And, but yeah, I mean, I've seen that Nord Nord VPN, Nord has uh, something called Nord Pass. Uh, That's a paid one as well. They they do pretty good with their security. I mean, I believe they are one of the top VPNs, which we'll have to talk about as well in a a future episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so on top of... The completely free one with P-Pass. There's uh, Bitwarden.
1: Oh, uh, that's what I was going to ask you. Bitwarden, is that a paid one or is that free?
0: So Bitwarden is actually both. It's a freemium is the word for it. Free, a uh, premium where you, it has free, a free account option. And then you can pay to get like more options and stuff. But the more features free. Yeah, for more features, but like the free account options is they actually have a free business account option, which is really nice. Um, And it comes with pretty much everything I need to even separate out um, my passwords into different folders or for different business like um, options. It integrates um, my, I haven't integrated it because I don't recommend ever putting everything in the same place, but it allows you to integrate like. Two-factor authentication stuff, like uh, your codes or or anything, as well into it for free. I'm using Bitwarden now, uh, and I've been using it for a couple of years now. I like the security. It was actually recommended on um, Privacy Tools.io, a highly recommended website, uh, which I, I kind of follow along with, um, not like completely, just you know, good uh, reference point. Bitwarden has, um, you know, a free business account. It gets everything uh, you need done for, um, for pretty much password management on a both personal and business level. It allows for integrations and importing from other password managers as well. Again, all free. But if you buy the, you know, paid version of it, it has, you know, even more uh, customization and abilities. So it's just um, an all-around good secure password manager. I'm not gonna say it's the most secure out of all of them, but it is the most uh, secure and flexible one that I have found uh, so far and like using. Um, Okay,
1: that makes sense, absolutely.
0: Can we go to, you want top level security. You want, I want the most secure out there and anonymous, but also slightly easy to use. Um, easier to use, but also very easy to pretty much, um, well, get locked out of things if you lose um, this password. But um, a long time ago, uh, 2010, I guess, uh, there was this password manager uh, called Master Password that pretty much made a, a, a blind password manager that allowed you to have a, I don't even know how to say this.
1: Well, explain it. What did it do?
0: pretty much what it did was it allowed you to generate passwords for sites without you know it. how it does it is hard for me to explain it because i don't 100% understand it if that makes sense but yeah,
1: yeah it
0: does. so like that's why i'm like i don't know how to say this it cuz its master password was a really good password manager but it was also if you like, you know, if you lost that master password, you were just completely screwed. There was no, there's no, like, it doesn't have any say, somehow it didn't save anything. So that if somebody were to access it, it's not like they would access your passwords, but it was still able to create and authenticate passwords at the same time. And I never understood completely how it worked. And, you know, it's just, you know, I, the person who made it was amazing anyway. They have since then updated this password manager into a whole identity type of thing where you put all the information you need into the, um, it's called Spectre, by the way. The name of it now is called Spectre.app, and you can pretty much generate your passwords in a secure and encrypted way through the Spectre app and um it's it's pretty much just an advanced version of the original master password
1: keep pass is free it has it is the original it started uh, the idea of password managers uh, it's open source it is still one of the best out there because they have a lot of filters and a lot of plugins like alex was mentioning that can be used some of them are updated and a lot of them, um, since they're no longer maintained, they have a very particular old school way of installing them onto your, onto the actual program. So you have to like add them, in, probably in the command line or something. And we also have Bitwarden, which mm-hmm. is free-ish, right? Because it has a free version, but then you can do an upgrade up to that via something paid.
0: Yeah. We should also talk about um, the the browser based ones. So um, just in general why we're suggesting not to use the browser based ones. Well,
1: yeah, definitely. No, no, definitely. That is a requirement. Why we should also set up a, so that your browser doesn't automatically log you into anything or keep your password in anything. Uh, There are upwards of 5000 different Uh, Videos explaining to people how to access those passwords, not why you shouldn't do it or why you, you know, these things are bad. No, no, no. How to, how to get, how to retrieve that password from that spot. So we have to, that's something that I definitely agree that we have to talk about how bad it is to do that because anybody with clearly internet access would be able to.
0: And also, that is that like thinking of, you know, people save their password. Have this the odd auto- automated action, you know, in their brains to save their passwords to their browsers. You do that on the wrong browser, and now you've given your password to somebody, you know, random. Because like, it's not like you need to type in your password for to unlock a lot of the browser password managers. You can just go and click and see, you know, what password yep. was used.
1: Personal cybersecurity has to do with is habits your habits of how do you take care of your personal information like you don't walk around with your social security number on your shirt or or your passport number on your shirt and that's the detail that's why we want to make sure that people use a lot of their passwords like if it were their social security number or if it was their uh, passport number which means that it has to be in somewhere, in a place that it's secure, that no one can reach. In the case of a, a passport number or in case of a social security number, it's a little more complicated because that's a single number that defines you. Instead of a password, as long as you're not using it on everything for the same, then you're, you'll be able to mitigate the risk.
0: Next week's episode is going to be on two-factor authentication. Um, kind of a continuation of our personal cybersecurity. We appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. If you have found this podcast useful or have any questions, contact us at mindthegaptechathartable.com and don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast.